0: I'm Alan Skorsky with Bayless Ebro, and welcome to The Definitive Wrap, where we discuss the news items the mainstream media just won't touch. You know, this past week pretty much sums up what 2020 was all about. Confusion, anger, recriminations, mistrust, and worst of all, the hyper-politicization of our elections. At the close of Tuesday night, things were looking pretty good for a Donald Trump re-election. But then overnight, it just all disappeared. All of Trump's supporters feared that there would be ballot counting shenanigans with mail-in voting because there are just too many variables that leave the integrity of the ballot unprotected. Over the weekend, I was directed towards a column in The View from Israel from Barry Shaw, a friend of the show, and a noted expert on matters of national security and politics about a software program called The Hammer, which was devised during the Obama administration to target Islamic terrorist data in rogue governments. But could be converted to change votes on a ballot. At the time, this article looked interesting to me, but since I had I had heard nothing about it in the U.S., I really didn't make much of it, or if it would even be investigated by our Department of Justice. But lo and behold, over the weekend, I watched an interview on Fox Business News with Lou Dobbs, where he interviewed Tom Fenton of Judicial Watch and famed prosecutor and defense attorney Sidney Powell. Attorney Powell came right out and talked about the hammer software that she believes was used to count votes in a certain district in Michigan where President Trump lost by a slim margin. Coincidence? I don't think so. Furthermore, Sidney Powell said that the FBI was now involved in these investigations. So this made me go back and reread Barry Shaw's column, which prompted me to ask him if he would join us today for an interview to give us more information, because this is certainly his field of expertise. Baila, before you give Barry a proper introduction, I know you had some thoughts about everything we've been hearing this week about boat counting irregularity.
1: Yes, Alan. Um, you know, it's interesting. We might be seeing history repeat itself all over again. And I'm saying it again. We might be seeing history repeat itself. Thomas Dewey preemptively declared victory over Harry Truman in 1948. The media claimed... Al Gore beat George W. Bush in 2000 and having George W. Bush actually be the winner when the votes were recounted, media does not determine presidency, never has and never will. We have a process in the United States of America defined by the Constitution and state law as to how a president gets elected. For the record, this is the way it works. When the winner of the presidential election is officially declared, the winner will be declared in a joint session of the United States Congress, the House, and the Senate on Wednesday, January 6, 2021. That's when the joint session of Congress will receive the certificates of vote, which are the certificate from each state. Before that, on December 14th, is when the electors of the electoral college will each meet in separate sessions to cast their vote for president. So the certificate of ascertainment must be provided to the electors by December 14th, the date on which they meet. So in essence, the presidency has not yet been decided. And so we are honored to have with us our guest, Barry Shaw from Israel, senior associate at the Israel Institute for Strategic Studies, which is how we came to the assessment of his prediction regarding the outcome. Some of the many books he has written, Fighting Hamas, BDS, and Anti-Semitism, From Palestine to the Land of Israel, and many, many others. Mr. Shaw, in your recent article on November 7th, you write that a crime has been committed. And And if so, I quote where you stated, people must be indicted on serious charges. Could you please tell us whom you are referring to and if you could please explain the crime? Okay, thanks for
2: having me on the show. As you say, I'm from Israel. I'm not an American. I don't vote in the election. I don't, don't have a dog in the fight, except I prefer the dog that would stand firmly with my country, Israel. So on that, I do declare pre- in advance a bias, because if you had to choose between President Trump and a President Biden, Here in Israel, the choice is simple. We go for President Trump. Um, Before I come on to the the issue that we talked about, uh, the hammer, I want to make some of my own sort of personal observation. I agree with you, Mayla. Mainstream media don't call the election. What we saw on television was the mainstream had declared Joe Biden the winner of the election. Crowds went out into the streets to celebrate. uh, The Democrats already had a stage set up in which Joe Biden came out with Kamala Harris and virtually accepted the throne of of presidents and vice presidents. Again, I repeat, mainstream media, don't call the election. The Electoral College does that, and that's not until the 13th of December. In other words, the game is still afoot. I want to say a few words about... You know what, we're being told. The Americans have been told to, re, to accept the results of the election by the same people who told you four years ago not to accept the results of the election. Think about that. The okay. Democrats never gave Trump one day of peace. They were at him before the election even was, uh, took place. The Democrats and the mainstream media want you to believe. The 2016 election was a Russian uh, uh, rigged election that spent 45 million dollars and 3 years investigating Trump and his campaign for Russian collusion non-existing Russian collusion fake news and now they want you to believe the credible claims of irregularities fraud and strangely biased computer glitches is fake news in other words, fake news is trying to tell the American media, uh, American people that these things that are going to be taken for court and there is evidence is fake news. The ones also who refuse to accept the result of the 2016 election, a call for harassment, resistance, confrontation, and now saying the time has come to unite the nation. So I tell the Republicans, hell no make sure the Barr-Durham report comes out as quickly as possible, and have Barr and Dunham and other witnesses brought in front of the Senate committee. Pursue justice. Pursue justice also even over the Hunter Biden laptop, and bring witnesses forward for that as well. So I would say the Republicans' supporters should stand firm For all the wait for the investigations into all these things and possible crimes being committed by the new president, by the new potential president, based not only on the Hunter his son's laptop and his involvement there, which is incriminating. Because after all, if these people say that uh, uh, that your new president is Joe Biden, what about investigating all the incriminating evidence that are on two or three? Uh, laptops. So basically, if the, Senate, if the Republicans control the Senate, even if, if Biden is, is works his way into office, they should take a stand on this. I believe they will. To, let me come on to the, the, the hammer. I, I put a video on my Facebook page, and I welcome your listeners to go to Shaw and go down and have a look at the video in which Joe Biden misspoke a week or so ago and i'll quote what he said his words we have put together and these guys uh data for i have to talk about this because he was speaking clear sentences but he said in president obama's administration before this we put together i think the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of american politics that's not me saying that That was one of uh, uh, Biden's uh, admissions. Go to the video and watch it. So I began to hear of a supercomputer that had been converted by the Obama administration weaponized into a tool that would swing elections permanently if the Democrats keep power We'll keep them in power forever. I thought this was a conspiracy theory until I saw uh, Lieutenant General Tom McEnany warning that a deep state voter fraud operation would swing the US election outcome. This was before the election, using the hammer supercomputer system with the scorecard application. So I began to investigate it. Uh, General McEnany said, it doesn't matter who votes. It's who counts the votes that matter. Their system, he says, was place by 2016, but he failed them then. But you know, if you look at Obama's uh, political uh, gener- uh, uh, ideology, he learned from uh, the rule books for radicals of Sal and the cloud-piven way of how you take over a government and keep it in your power. This is exactly what is going on. February 2009, the Obama administration commandeered a supercomputer known as the hammer, which includes an exploit application known as scorecard, capable of hacking into elections and stealing the vote. According to the CIA whistleblower, a guy called Dennis Montgomery, who was the guy who designed and built the supercomputer, it was originally used for by US intelligence for overseas uh, intelligence observation and maybe some sort of intrusion into rogue regimes and uh, governments to uh, maybe put in disinformation information. This was the US disinformation supercomputer. But the scorecard was deployed by Obama against the Florida election computers in 2012 for Obama-Biden, and according to investigative journalists with the American Report, Biden used a supercomputer to win his vice president run in 2012. And votes were being stolen this year on behalf of Biden in Florida, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, Arizona. This is what Montgomery had said, and he went to the FBI as a whistleblower to give evidence of what was happening. It steals votes by tampering with the computers at the transfer points of state election computer systems and also outside third party election data vaults as votes are being transferred. It uses an algorithm that Montgomery created. It used what's called the VR uh, systems that operate transfer points in eight states. And again, if you go onto my website, I put something that was been posted by CNN where you can see an actual use of this by uh, a, a, in an a, a election between somebody called uh, Devon, uh, where, where's his name? I've just lost his name for now. But you'll see it online, where you can see in practice what happens where suddenly votes go down. Have you ever seen an election where somebody suddenly there's a grip and suddenly he loses 600 votes? Yeah. And as a goes up 650, if you look at CNN, they inadvertently put this on and you can see this in action on my uh, on my Facebook page. Uh, by the way, Facebook put something out saying this was fake news, according to what they call an independent fact checker. We know what they are. They usually come from a Democrat background. But if you go beyond the, below the Facebook warning, there's a link over there, and you can still open the video. It's a short video. The Democrats tested the technology in their 2020 primaries. Scorecard was utilized for Biden against Sanders. I'm not, I'm not sure that Bernie Sanders knew about this. But Montgomery, as I say, testified under oath at the FBI security field office in Washington, D.C. Um, if he had lied about it, he would be in prison now. The director of national intelligence, John Negroponte, put a muzzle order on um, Montgomery. But Carlotto West, the assistant director at the Department of Justice, listed, lifted this muzzle ban because the state secrets ban did not apply to reporting government malfeasance. And this is what's been happening now. The Obama White House illegally had the computer moved to Fort Washington in Maryland, out of the US secure facility to Fort Washington in Maryland on the 3rd of February, 2009. The, the Obama White House had an encrypted VPN in order to access the Hammer supercomputer. And then on December the 20th, 2015, the Florida uh, voter registration disk was removed and a new disk inserted by, for redistricting via the Hammer computer in Maryland via the secret naval intelligence cover. So you have to ask yourself, how many other states did people in the uh, uh, Obama national intelligence, people like Brennan and Clapper, cheat on? Because these people are behind it and they know about it. Finally, I would say that the FBI general counsel, James Baker, testified under oath that he had taken possession of Montgomery's computer hard drives. And it was Robert Mueller's FBI, you have to remember, the ones whose computers spied on Trump, who supplied the computers for the hammer. Further, Inspector General Horovich ignored Brennan and Clapper spying on American citizens and also covered up the use of the hammer, which had not only been used as a uh, foreign surveillance tool to swing the elections in favor of the Democrats that's what's happened now computer systems are being weaponized by the democrat party for the benefit of the democrats against their political opponents so why are we surprised that obama biden's administration did intelligence and law enforcement in the run-up to the 2016. obama biden weaponized intelligence law enforcement and the department of justice then you think they're pure as snow now
0: so one of the questions I have is, um, so we know that there are certain states that go very blue or very red. So when people ask, well, why didn't they use these computers everywhere? The answer is they're not needed everywhere. Both camps know from 2016, which counties were narrow. We all know that Donald Trump won Wisconsin by a narrow margin, Michigan by a narrow margin. So it's very easy for the players To know which counties they need to install this program to flip a few votes to change the entire state. And again, I think Michigan was one of those states that was mentioned by you and by Sidney Powell. And that's a state that Donald Trump, I believe, won by maybe 10,000 votes, if I'm not mistaken, four years ago. And this year, again, it's it's Macomb County, it's Wayne County, those are heavily blue. The rest of the state uh, pretty much was going Donald Trump's way. Uh, Same thing in Wisconsin. And now we're waiting to hear what happens uh, in in Arizona and Pennsylvania. But you think about Pennsylvania, for example, a state that relies so heavily on fracking. You would think that this state would be very heavily in Trump's favor. And we know that Tuesday night of the elections, or Wednesday morning, that Donald Trump was up by, I think, you correct me, either 600,000 or 900,000 votes. And to go down by that much, one wonders, where those ballots are coming from, and we do know for a fact, even without the computers that you're speaking of, that uh, the judges had ruled that ballots coming in beyond a certain date cannot be counted, but that the uh, people running the board of elections made their own rules. So there is no question that there are ir- irregularities going on, illegality is going on, and it is premature now. But it's scary to think that this is what our democracy has come down to and that no one in the media is even questioning this and that they're saying it's time to move on. And you're right. There's no time to move on. And that's a whole conversation besides that. But right now we're speaking about the um, the legitimacy of these elections.
1: You know, um, it's interesting that Donald Trump predicted there will be tampering. Um, And and that, as we stand, he has filed several federal lawsuits concerning what he believes to be criminal activity in the voting results. Uh, And from what I understand, the Department of Justice and the Supreme Court are involved. Um, Mr. Shaw, do you think there will be a turnaround as in 1948 and 2000?
2: It depends how successful uh, President Trump and his lawyers are in court, but I think it goes beyond the court. I think uh, President Trump will be wise to bring in the FBI. This goes beyond lawyers. This goes beyond legal. This is, this is a uh, corruption which is against the system. And basically you need more than lawyers. You need uh, trained computer experts, AI experts, uh, and artificial intelligence experts to get into the computer systems, and, and that's really a job for maybe the FBI. The question is, is the current FBI uh, partial or yep. not. Um, you mentioned, for instance, Pennsylvania, uh, Alan. I'll give you a couple of things. First of all, in Pennsylvania, according to one report, they had one ballot done with 23,000 votes. All 23,000 were for uh, Biden, zero for Trump. That's one of the reports I'm getting. This is a mathematical impossibility. And this was also repeated on, on, I think it was Fox News, by Newt Gingrich. Uh, Pennsylvania, correct me if I'm wrong, was also one of the states in which the uh, official and authorised Republican uh, poll watcher was not allowed in the hall correct. for a period of over 20 hours. What was that all about? If the Democrats have nothing to hide, why did they hide it? You know, they say, oh, this is fake news. But I'm sorry when a, either a neutral or even a, a, a partial a official, especially organized, especially after a court ruling said they were allowed in, like a Republican poll watcher, is still not allowed in. What is that all about?
0: Yeah, what coming... most people don't understand is <clears throat> when, when you vote, it's not a matter when you vote in person, you take a pen, you slide the ballot through the machine, it's counted. But when it's coming in as a mail-in, there are other criteria. There has to be a signature. If you don't sign, it's not counted. If the signature doesn't match, it's disqualified because ballots can very easily be uh, forged. Um, We know here from, I live in Long Island, New York, and we had recently very local elections uh, for the school board, no less. And I can't tell you how many people told me that they had eight to 10 ballots mailed to their homes of people who lived there 10, 15 years ago, who never got erased from the uh, from the, the voting rolls. Now, How difficult is it for someone to start filling in uh, who they're voting for, and just scratch out a signature and roll the dice and see what happens? If there was no one at the uh, at the voting uh, voting polls uh, c- matching up signatures, they go right through. And this is a fear that everybody had from day one. We don't know when it was postmarked. We don't know when it was arrived. We don't know if it was signed. We don't even know if if even if it was signed, we don't even know if it was signed by the authorized person. So there's no question. Now the problem is that how do we remedy this? And I don't know how. Realistically speaking, we're not going to be redoing the elections. That's for sure. So um, there's a mess here. And like I was discussing with friends of mine before, there's no question of irregularities. The problem is can it even be remedied the old example I give people if you're ever being audited by the IRS and I'm not speaking from personal experience but the way to throw them off is you come in with boxes and boxes of paperwork where the agents just give up because they don't know how to fix it here the problems are so deep in so many different areas I'm really afraid that at most we will uncover irregularities and illegalities but it may not be enough to uh, rectify the criminality involved here
1: when when i showed up to vote it's interesting nobody asked me for any id they asked me my name my address date of birth but that's it no id i could have been anybody And, and in fact there are deceased members in my family who received absentee ballots
2: okay can i can i come in here Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, uh, let, let me just say, uh, add in this, Alan, if I may, in, in reply to you and to Bila. You're talking about irregularities here. Um, what I'm talking about here, though, is technological criminality. Okay? Your lawyers can only take that to court once the uh, computer experts and the and artificial intelligence experts prove the criminality. This is the importance of, of getting uh, FBI agents into, for instance, the Hammer uh, supercomputer, and including this, the, the computer systems in some of the dubious states, and showing the, what was going on inside the hard drives. And there you have a case that the lawyers can go to court to sue whoever they need to sue for technological criminality. That's the difference. In Michigan, they called it a computer glitch in one district, right? You could call a computer glitch um, an irregularity. I don't call it that. Particularly if in one distance they counted 6,000 votes for Democrats that were meant for the Republicans. A GOP representative said they discovered that another 47 counties used the same software that caused the malfunction. So, you know, they can try hiding behind malfunction or irregularities, but is it really criminality that's going beyond that? And not, oops, I'm sorry, somebody pressed their own button on the computer.
1: Okay, Mr. Shaw, we're running out of time. Thank you so very much for joining us. Um, For our listening audience, um, his articles can be found at uh, theviewfromisrael.com. Again, uh, Mr. Shaw's articles can be found at theviewfromisrael.com, and his books are available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle format. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Shaw, and we'd love to have you back again. This, this, this was so informative, and uh, we're truly grateful that you gave us your time all the way from Israel, and thank you to our listening audience.
2: Thank you, Thank you, Alan, for having me.
1: And uh, on behalf of Alan and myself, thank you again.